lyrics for class. Rap lyrics for class. We got rap lyrics for class. Rap lyrics for class. We got rap lyrics for class. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're here. Rap lyrics for class. Rap lyrics for class. Where we take awesome, legendary, legendary MCs and their songs and we analyze, we break it apart. We bring in special guests, um, usually artists or educators that can help us analyze and get with the real meaning and messages for the people. So today we have two songs that we're going to analyze. I'm excited. Uh, one of them is a, a, a very, very um, legendary and one of my favorite MCs. And one is a newer um, MC, well, you know, newer to us, but I'm sure he's been grinding and doing his thing for a long time before we got to see him. So I'm excited about today. We have a, a great guest um, that's going to come on and help me analyze and break down these lyrics for you guys. Hope you guys are ready. Put your seatbelt on. Rap lyrics for class. So... I would like to welcome to the Rap Lyrics for Class Forum platform and all that good stuff, Alexandra Bradley. Hey, 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 what's up? Hey, 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 hey. Thank you for, for the invite. Appreciate it. Awesome. Glad you're here. Took some time out to come and, and chill, hang out for a minute, and talk about some hip hop and, and, and talk to the kids with me. How you feeling today? Overall, doing pretty well. How about yourself? I'm great. I'm great. But yeah, so, so tell me a little bit about yourself. I know... Um, you know, our executive producer, Joe Malachi, shout out to Malachi. He's bringing the great people through. Um, you guys work together at Tech Ferret. Let me get, let me get that right. Tech. Freary. Freary. All right. Hey, so you guys work there and um, you take charge of the 21st Century Program, working yep. with um, students with academic and, and arts related projects after school. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. Um, so Tech Freary is a newer school in North Philadelphia. Um, and it has been awarded a, a federal grant called the 21st Century Community Learning Center grant. Um, and that grant allows uh, our students who attend our school to um, have the resources to kind of do anything that they put their minds to or, or would like to do. Um, anything from art and design to music production and music vocals. Shout out to Mr. Will um, doing the music vocals within our school, um, allowing and teaching students, um, not only just like those enrichment um, things, but also just life skill development. So we really try to hone in and focus on uh, developing students outside of the classroom. Um, a lot of, you know, learning happens with the book, um, but also there's so much more that can be learned outside of the book. And that's where I come in and, and what I'm passionate about. Oh, man, I agree with that point there. One hundred and ten percent learning. A lot of it happens outside of the classroom um, experiences, experiential learning, um, field trips. I'm, I'm a fan of field trips. Some teachers don't like field trips, but, you know, kids do get a little open, but they're learning at the same time. So, uh, yeah, that's, that sounds like a great um, opportunity. We have uh, an unlimited amount of resources, to be honest with you. And for the type of students that we serve, um, it really is a platform that can, can propel them into to great and, and amazing things. Once things go back to normal, whatever that turns out to be in the future, we're going to have kids really interested in getting back involved in, in things that bring out their passion. So I'm glad you guys are doing that over there. So tell me a little bit about you, Alexandra. How did you, because there got to be some connection. You know, I mean, you sound passionate about, you know, the things that you're doing at 21st Century. 
for the arts related programs academics like why the connection um so I am an athlete uh, by trade is what I say. Um, I uh, played basketball in high school and college, had the opportunity if I had taken it to, to go overseas and play uh, professionally. Um, however, I came uh, came to the realization that I feel like I am the person I am today, not necessarily because of the teacher that I had in the classroom, um, but more because of the outside influences that I had. Um, and I feel like that is a, a main thing that these students and these young people are missing nowadays is that, that one person that um, has their back and they know they have their back. Um, and so that's where I come in and why I'm passionate about it, not just within athletics, um, but also, as I, as you said, like with my current program at um, at Tech Free Area Charter School, and we actually call it LIT. It's called Leading Innovative Thinkers. That's what our after school program is called. Um, and for, for me, it's kind of my, my two worlds are clashing. Um, as an athlete, I feel like I learned collaboration, I learned teamwork, I learned communication, I learned all these things while I was an athlete playing basketball with different people. Um, but ultimately it taught me to be um, the person I am today in the workplace. It taught me how to communicate with people who don't look like me. It taught me how to communicate with people that do look like me. Um, and ultimately that's where uh, my passion is today. Um, and I don't see that changing because I feel like these youth of today need more of us um, as opposed to people who are just trying to put them in a box and just tell them, hey, you have to do X, Y, and Z. I want them to explore. I want them to have options. I want them to be able to see and do whatever the heck they put their mind to. Right. Okay. I hear that. I hear that. So you picked the uh, two artists that I think are are very important to hip hop history. And um, like I said, one of, one of them, um, the legendary artist, Biggie Smalls, aka the Notorious B.I.G., yeah. And why is that one of your favorite MCs? You, you know, yeah, so OG. I, I'm seeing. I think you kind of young. What you know I about am Biggie? Young. I am kind of young. <laughs> I'm definitely young. It's funny because um, Juicy came out when mm. I was three years old. Wow. Um, it was kind of funny <laughs> when I picked that song, uh -huh. but that's one of those songs uh, for me specifically, either as an athlete or as a young professional. Um, that kind of always encouraged me because I feel like it was like, it's his rise to fame. It's his story mm -hmm. from starting from the bottom to being where he is. And so that always resonated with me because I feel like I'm on a journey to to being, you know, the, the lame of fame. Like I may not necessarily be Biggie Smalls one day, but I feel like I, I'm I'm moving and progressing. Got you. All right. All right. I, I actually, um, I think I want to hear the song, man. Let's jump right into it. Juicy, the notorious B.I.G. Baby, baby. Get it. Yeah, this album is dedicated to all the teachers that told me I never amount to nothing. To all the people that lived above the buildings that I was hustling from that called the police on me when I was just trying to make some money to feed my daughter. Yeah, yeah. And to all my peoples in the struggle, you know what I'm saying? It's all good, baby, baby. Check it, check it. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Something pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack, Mr. Magic, Molly Mall. I let my tape rock till my tape pop. Smoking weed and bamboo, sipping on private stock. Way back when I had the red and black lumberjack with the hat to match. Remember rapping Duke? The ha, the ha. You never thought that hip hop would take it this far. Now I'm in the limelight cause I rhyme tight Time to get paid, blow up like the world trade Born sinner, the opposite of a winner Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner Peace to Raw G, Brucey B, Kid Capri Funk Master Flex, Love Bug, Star Ski I'm blowing up like you thought I would Call a crib, same number, same hood It's all good 
Notorious B.I.G. Oh, man, I love that song. It's, it's, it's a vibe. It's a whole vibe. So when you listen to that, what do you think his overall message or theme was meant to be? 
Um, honestly, I think it's it's really just reaching for the stars. He says it in a song. In a song, you know, just uh looking at the experience from you know started from the bottom to where he was. Um, I think it's really just showing people and students ultimately uh and and you know in adults as well that uh you really can do anything you put your mind to. Um, it really reflects you know hard work and grinding, but you know you can look back over your life and say like, oh, I I really made it. Like I really did. Um, do things that I put my mind to. Right, right. Yeah, he is. Is definitely th this song uh, brings like a, a lot of nostalgia for me. This was my era coming up, and um, when that song came out, it was like, yeah, it was like it spoke to everybody's dream. You know, especially people that were, you know, in entertainment field, like everybody, you know, you look at the source. When he said the source, now the source magazine, I would collect, I probably got like 20 source magazines. Then I was like, this is going to be something one day. So it's somewhere in my basement. I haven't pulled it out yet. But every week, every Saturday, I would go over to, uh, it, was, it was a record store called the Funk and Mark on, it was like 13th of Market. And I would go there, buy the source, buy a couple. Uh, this is when people were buying vinyl and buy 12-inch singles, of, you know, what was ever hot at the time. So when it, a lot of things in there is like, wow, it's just it's just great. And one thing I, I want to point out, too, is that, and I, I tell students a lot, to be vivid in your writing. So I'm sure you have a lot of artists, especially I know MCs, you know, everybody loves the, the, the rhyme, you know, it's in our blood, I think. But how do you explain to them in you know in ways of which songs would you show them or even in this song how would you um depict the things that biggie is saying and say yeah this is an example of writing vividly um i think first of all like kind of in the beginning when he's saying like to all the teachers that, I, that told me i never amount to anything um i think it's like interesting and the way i would break it down is put yourself in in, in his shoes like make this video or make this song about you um like you said like a lot of artists or a lot of people that that want to rap and sing they hear something and they like oh i want to be like that and i push them or would push them to do the sound that makes you happy do the sound that represents you do the sound that that you can express who you are because a lot of people you know they try to mimic what they already see but be unique um, you know, I say break it down that way as opposed to just trying to fit into a box that has already kind of been made. All right. So what's your, your favorite verse there? Um, my favorite verse? That's hard. Um, I would probably say the Super Nintendo Sega Genesis verse. Mm -hmm. That's that's okay. that's probably my uh my favorite verse of, of of the entire song it's it's really hard because i really feel like I, I resonate with different parts of the songs for different reasons um i think that 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 second i think that's the last verse uh really kind of brings it home for me okay yeah yeah and it, it paints that vivid picture back you know in the 90s late 90s you could see a kid sitting just playing super nintendo all day in front of the tv right you exactly. know the exactly. public housing you know. And I think that's the the part. I think that um, reason why it resonates with me so much is because it's humbling. Because mm -hmm. it really talks about Super Genesis, you know, the Super Nintendo in in '94. Like that was a big thing. Everybody didn't have that the way these kids have like Playstations and Xboxes now. Yeah. That's that that was that was that was a you know a big thing. But then it also talks about you know no heat. Wondering why Christmas miss, missed us. Birthdays was the worst days. Um, 
you know, but they sipping champagne when you're thirsty like that. That those two lines right there to go from birthdays being the worst days to champagne when you drink a champagne like it's like it's just water. For right. me, like that's that's the humbling part because you really can go from absolutely nothing to something. Right. And I think, um, you know, one of the lines that stick out for me, because I went from negative to positive, and I think it's, it's, it's probably a good choice to explain, you know, his way of going from negative to positive because in some of the things you know let's keep it real some of the things that he's talking about he's still talking about the street and yep. how he you know he still told the gap with infrared and this and that um so i think that a lot of times our students can get caught up into that whole facade of a rapper has to have this a gun a, a, a car a bunch of chicks and everything but a lot of this is about entertainment because trust me if he didn't have um, the grind, the commitment and dedication, no matter what he put out there on his song, if he didn't have have those characteristics, we wouldn't know who Biggie Smalls is today. Very, that's, very important. That's very real. That's definitely heavy. And I think in this day and age where social media is so prevalent, you know, everybody is comparing everybody to social media, but what they're not showing you is, you know, when they're up till three, four, five o'clock in the morning writing beats or in the studio or when they're, you know, exhausted and they're sleeping on the studio floor because they only got two hours between sessions or they're scraping money together to even get into the studio. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> they, don't, they don't even see that part. All they see is the fame and the cars that they're renting for videos. They don't uh, own a car, y'all. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, they're, they're just they're trying to paint that picture for y'all yeah and so as as an artist yourself how does this resonate with you personally well you, you spoke on some things um like but as an artist i know that's as a person just in, in general but as an artist how does this resonate with you so i wouldn't necessarily so I'm, I'm in a very interesting position because i don't necessarily um it's funny because i don't necessarily think of myself as an artist um i'm more thinking of myself as an educator so i've recently i i, I started playing drums probably when i was like 10 or 11 more because I was in church and I was like one of the only kids there um, besides my pastor's son and he was started playing drums and so I was like all right cool well I'm gonna play drums too so I started playing drums um, my, my parents poured into me and allowed me to explore that and then after that I kind of really jumped into the athlete bag I was I was the jock um, fortunately or unfortunately we could dive into a little bit of that with J. Cole um, but I really then, as I got older, I realized that I put I put myself in a box as an athlete. I thought all I could do was be an athlete. Mm. And so as I've gotten older, I've actually been more into videography. Um, I started my own business um, with that Lexquisite Visuals where I'm just trying to literally expand on my horizons as an artist, as a person who expresses themselves other than just being a basketball player. So um, that's kind of where I think of it in that and, and how that relates to this song is that um, I started with just borrowing a camera from, some, from somebody, like literally just borrowed a camera and started making things and downloading different apps and watching YouTube videos and am able to produce something that looks very professional. But what they're not seeing is that it took me, I would say the very first video I did start to finish took me about like 40 hours altogether. Mm -hmm. And it was like a 30 minute, 30, like maybe like a 45 second video, but it took so long, like that grind, everybody just thinks like, oh, you just put it on social media or you just make a movie and it's, that's it. And it's like, it's so much more than that. It's yeah, so man. much. Respect, respect, man. Shout out to Jay. 
our videographer over here and an editor man it's like crazy i dip and dab in it a little bit and i i, I forgot how much work it takes to, to put into that and i did something for the school i'm at and you know the next time i saw jay i had to let him know like yo i bow down bro because it, it is it's very it's um, tedious yes it is and if you, you know if you're like me unfortunately i'm a perfectionist exactly. so one thing's off i gotta go back and fix it if i render the video at the end of the day i'm ready to send it watch it one more time and i see the little thing gotta go back in gotta change it gotta make sure the timing is right um so but it's it's all it's all about the grind it's all about um you know putting forth a, a good product and that's what i'm happy about and i feel like as a artist that's what i should be doing right and and you know that grind that, that's how you separate the uh, the meek from the mighty you know mm-hmm. the person that'll render that video and, and do it all over again <laughs> yep. menu on that <laughs> i might just send it i don't know <laughs> but it, it's one line in here too um because can you tell me a little bit about the demographics at tech um fieri yeah for sure so most of our students come from the north uh, Philly area. Um, our school is located at Broad and Susquehanna. It does not look like a school. It is actually one of the most beautiful buildings I've ever seen. Um, uh, so most of our students come from the Strawberry Mansion area of the city. Um, so most of them come from low income ho- low income housing um, or home. Uh, even we have some students that are homeless. Uh, we have some students who uh, you know are working and going to school. Um, mostly you know black and brown children. Um, students who have been through trauma, students who have um, a number of just kind of strikes already against them, um, which is really unfortunate. But um, many of them do come to school, they do their work, um, and, and it is my job, again, outside of the classroom to uh, introduce them to opportunities like videography, music production, um, you know, anything outside of the school book that can help them move into the next uh, phase of their life. Right. So, so you might have a Christopher Wallace in the building. I, I, I wouldn't uh I wouldn't say might I definitely do I definitely mm-hmm. do there's somebody in that building um that maybe I haven't laid eyes on yet because it's virtual um that that has a, that that is a Christopher Wallace um it's just a matter of me as an as a facilitator and as a, a manager bringing that out in them um making sure I have people in place that can bring that out and get mm-hmm. making sure that they are aware of the resources that we have um because ultimately that's what it boils down to as Awesome. And I think more so we're going to have to deal with, too, when, and when I say about the Christopher Wallace being in the building, because we're going to have kids that are, you know, kind of already have this this thought process. Um, and in line, he says, I'm considered a fool because I dropped out of high school. Stereotypes of a black male misunderstood. Yeah. You know, and it's right now I'm working in an alternative program and that's a struggle trying to talk these these young black men into staying in school. And, you know, it's, it, they, they think, well, I'm, you know, I'm misunderstood, I'm stereotyped, so you know, I might as well just throw the towel and do what they think, you know, I I should be doing. So that, we're going to have to deal with that even more after this pandemic because the social and emotional wellness has has been affected by it as Man, well. You're, you're definitely talking that fire. And I also want to point to uh, living life without fear. I think a lot of uh, specifically what's going on in the city of Philadelphia with this violence that's going on, mm-hmm. um, it's it's disheartening. And I think a lot of students, they won't necessarily come out and say it, but I think a lot of them are scared about their future. Uh, either they don't think they're going to make it to a certain age, or even if they do, they won't amount to anything. And so um, I think, you know, as you said, with them being misunderstood, we just have to continue to show them what can happen 
what 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 could be in their future you know a lot of students aren't able to look past you know the next day they just mm -hmm. have to get through the day and so i feel like it's my job and my passion to make sure that students know that they can go beyond high school um i think a lot of times we hear oh well you know you have to go to college to be successful i 100 percent disagree with that i do mm -hmm. not think you have to go to college to be successful i do believe that you do have to educate yourself beyond the high school education but that could be a plumber that can be a contractor that could oh, be yeah. a music engineer that could be um you know encoding it could be in so many different things you just have to figure out what you like what you're passionate mm -hmm. about and let's 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 get behind that i'll figure out i'll get you we'll figure out how to get you a job we'll get you a certification uh to do whatever but let's let's live without fear and keep it moving right right so i hope you guys are hearing that out there any students and teachers listening um, tuning in and you can you can do anything you just have to have a plan know what you want to do if it's college great you know research the colleges you know is it cheaper for me to stay in state or out of state if you don't want to do college that's fine too you know there's there's training schools and and you know the time is to start now so um, true indeed you know everybody has a different path we all want the same thing we want to be happy and successful and take care of our, of our families but we all don't have to walk the same path is there any last word you want to say about um, Juicy to any teacher or student out there that might be um, sitting in front of us, analyzing and, and, and listening to our discussion? Uh, honestly, just the, the, the middle of the chorus, reach for the stars. Uh, reach for the stars, reach for the stars. Um, Y'all can do it. Um, it it's, it's all in you. It's already there. You already have the tools that you need. It's just a matter of putting them in place um, and, and reaching for the stars. Nice. I'm feeling you, Miss Bradley. I'm liking this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, cut from the same cloth. Rap lyrics for class. Rap lyrics for class. We got rap lyrics for class. Rap lyrics for class. We got rap lyrics for class. Rap lyrics for class. Rap lyrics for class. We got rap lyrics for class.